Welcome in Braves Today, Braves Today podcast. He is Lindsey Crosby. I am Ben Taylor, and it is another series win. I know that everybody gets down and out when you lose the last game of the series, but you got to look at the overall big picture. Not to mention there's some great takeaways from that. Let's talk about the before we get into the series, let's talk about the month of June, Lindsay. And I, I sent a text to you and I said, is it Marcelo Jr.? Have we moved on from <laughs> Marcel May? Is it is it Michael Harris Jr.? Or is it is it Ronald a junior junior? It, it, who is who can we look at to kind of take the reins from uh, from Marcel May and run with it this time around? So Ronald Acuna has been the one constant in this lineup, right? Like, I mean, he, he's been the only person that legitimately has been on fire hitting all year. It's batting 333, 405, 570. He's batting over, I think, just over 500 in the first inning of games, which we're going to get to. Uh, so he, he feels like a really easy answer. But for me, I really want to think that like Michael Harris, the big game he had against the Mets and the big series against the Mets, really, this is kind of what he finally needed to get comfortable at the plate. And he's had enough uh, at bat since coming back from the injury where he can get into a groove. And he's a really essential counterbalance to the lineup because mm -hmm. this lineup is constructed to crush lefties. And he's a guy who hits righties really well. And so when he's at the bottom of the lineup and he's hitting on all cylinders, you can't play matchups. You can't try to platoon stuff because you have him. And if he gets on right behind him, is Ronald Acuna Jr. when you turn the lineup over. So I'm hoping that, and from what I've seen, it looks like Michael Harris is having some better approaches and a little more success. Almost had a home run on Sunday, just barely stolen from mm. him. And so I'm I'm hoping it's Michael Harris Jr. for us. <laughs> it makes a lot of sense. I mean, with the game that uh, I keep calling them the, the four horsemen that were in the booth when uh, Chipper was in there with Frenchie and Smoltz and Glavin, that was one thing that they kept asking Chipper because he still is a hitting consultant, and he kept talking about Marcel. He's had to really work with him on keeping his weight back and staying on that mm -hmm. back foot a little bit instead of lunging a bunch or overswinging. You know, he has to remind him, yes, you're – built very well you've got a, you know you've got a firm base you've got a good upper body you're built bigger than a lot of uh, center fielders however one of your assets is your speed so just put the bat on the ball and put it in play and get on other guys will move you around yeah. you know you're never going to be like chipper told him he said you're never going to be a 50 home run guy anyway so there's no point in trying to be and that way you're hitting the ball hard and you said that his his exit velocity and and out of this past series and the Mets series, he is hitting the ball hard. Even when he had a bad game, he had three of the hardest hit balls within the game. They were just right at people the entire time, dating back to the Mets. I think it was a game one of the Mets series before he eventually turned it on. So I, I hope you're right. I hope it is Michael Harris Jr. Uh, for the month of June, and we can we can talk about that a lot. Hey, we made a good call. We made a great guess on Marcel May. So let's hope that we carry it into June as well. Speaking of June, seven and two. So people need to relax online and in message boards and all that. Seven and two is nothing to shake a stick at in the month of June. And the schedule gets easier. Yeah, you you now leave the friendly confines of Truist Park for a really random three-game series against Detroit. So you get, you get to go to Detroit. There'll be early start times for everybody. And then you come home and you get four against Colorado, who cannot hit outside of that ballpark. Then you bring in... Philadelphia for three, losing record. You bring in Cincinnati for three, losing record, although they did just promote the number one prospect in baseball, Ellie De La Cruz. So 
it'll be one, it'll be tons of fun to get to see that, but it's yes. a team with an overall losing record. And so, and who has lost some pitching recently. So mm-hmm. you you're past the tough stretch of the month when you play, faced Arizona and New York and you went five and one in that stretch. Now you get to go out here and you, this is, you finished three of the 16 games <clears throat> against teams of losing records. It's a chance to build that division lead. You you mentioned uh, against Arizona. One thing, if people haven't, because none of us over here on the East Coast pay attention to the West Coast whatsoever, and all you hear is Dodger, Dodger, Dodger. Then Arizona and the D-backs have taken over first from the Dodgers and are playing really good baseball. So the fact that Atlanta went into their place and stole the series from them and, and, and came home with – um, even though they took some lumps in Oakland, they still came home, as I said, to go now seven and two in the month of May. And that wouldn't have happened if they hadn't got that win in Arizona. Yeah. I mean, Eddie Rosario hates snakes. Obviously he single-handedly carried the Braves to victory and, you know, in two of those three games and like you got through the hard part of the, of the month with the winning record. Now's the easy part of the month before you finish up with the Met, uh, with the Marlins who mm. are right behind you. I mean, the, I think the lead in the the East as of time of recording is something like three and a half games. You have eight games on the Phillies and nine and a half on the Mets. The Mets have fallen to fourth, but the Marlins are three and a half games back. And the Braves have to keep winning to keep ahead of the Marlins because you don't face them until the end of the month. The one thing that I keep telling people and, and people that have reached out or asked me and they said, well, man, what do you think about that? Because they always get that bad taste in their mouth when you lose the last game of a series. Yeah. And I said, look, win the series. They keep winning series all season long. It will take care of itself. Mm-hmm. And I yeah. mean, and that's a lot to ask because you're going to lose a series. I mean, it's just one of those things where you can't keep up that torrid pace. You're going to have, there's going to be injuries. You're going to have some bad games. Uh, we'll talk about that a little bit with Elder. Uh, he finally had his, uh, it took 13 games to do so, but he finally had a bad one. Um, but one thing that they are doing well, and I told you, because you have two of the guys leading Major League Baseball, not the National League, Leading Major League Baseball in first inning RBIs, the Braves strike early and usually put a damper on the other team because that usually happens at home, bottom of the first, and then a lot of guys don't bounce back from that. Now, the Mets did, but the Braves still ended up coming back and winning. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you saw it on Sunday. They struck early, hit the ball hard, and then just kind of went dead after that. They did that a couple of times. They did it in Oakland. They did it in Arizona. So I think the key thing is after they strike – they can't get lax in what they're doing the rest of the game. Yeah, and and that kind of goes to the rest of the lineup, right? We <clears> talked <throat> about Ronald Acuna Jr. has been the one constant. Everybody <clears throat> else has kind of had ebbs and flows. And if you have multiple guys in the middle of the lineup that are having a bad game, that can come back to bite you. Uh, in in that Nationals, like people don't necessarily think about how quick strike this offense is. Five pitches. Atlanta was up 2-0 after five pitches. Ronald Acuna gets thrown a first-pitch strike, which, why would you throw him a first-pitch strike? I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't understand. It. it was a slider. It wasn't even a fastball. It was a slider in the zone for a strike single. Uh, fourth pitch to Matt Olson. Four-seam fastball, inner third, belt high at 89 miles an hour. And he destroyed it. On top of the chop house, 420 feet. And like, that's the kind of thing right, right there. Now you're ahead. Now Atlanta needs like the middle of the lineup needs to keep hitting and building that lead. And instead Atlanta got three straight uh, strikeout or three straight outs Mm. and went to the second. And that kind of sets the tone. If you can score and then get some more hits and keep going, 
then you become almost unstoppable. And once everybody in the lineup starts clicking and can do that consistently, it's over. Yeah, when they get hot and they start putting up those, uh, you know, especially when you see them in games when they're putting up eight, nine runs, it just seems like they it, the thing looks like a grapefruit up there to them, and they end mm-hmm. up taking advantage of it. Uh, speaking of uh, having some some downtime, and I teased it just a little bit ago, uh, Elder, that's his first loss in 13 starts. Uh, I'd ask you before we came on, is that just because they got to him, or is it because he may be tired? He and Strider have seen more innings than just about anybody else. Uh, does he need a break? Does he, you know, I, I hate to be the one that does the freak out mode, but he just did not look like himself on Sunday. Yeah. He was having a little bit of trouble landing some of his stuff for strikes early in the at bats. And so because of it, he's sitting on, you know, clo- he, he ends up getting pulled with after five and a third with 98 pitches on there already, mm-hmm. uh, because he was consistently getting behind in at bats, he had to work a little bit extra. And then when you're a guy like Bryce elder, who doesn't have overwhelming stuff you're it's a sinker it's a slider your whole thing is i'm gonna sequence it really well i'm gonna leave it down so they can't make hard contact when you get behind in the count you have to throw stuff for strikes and then when they got to the third time in the order it was only in the fifth inning because he had been inefficient that's when he gave up all of the trouble so the the book for bryce elder really is get ahead of guys early and be more efficient and a day like today, he didn't do either one. That's why he got in trouble. And I think they, they pulled him. They Snit pulled him as soon as it, it, it was obvious that he wasn't going to get out of it. I don't mm. think it was a – I've seen some folks mad about when Snit pulled him and put in Kirby Yates. I think that was the right time to pull him. It just at that point, it was almost too late. You didn't know if he was going to do it or not until the home run. Right. And, and you know, that's – Everybody, whenever you start moving pitchers around anyway, people start complaining. It's never like the time that they want to. But, I, you know, I've always been one of those that the between the pitching coach and between the manager and between even the catcher, the catcher gets input in that too. They mm-hmm. always they, – they know. They, they know. They can feel it. And there's – you know, at that point, you've won the series also. So why – why use his arm up even more than what exactly. you probably need to? Uh, so that's another thing. And go ahead and get your bullpen guys some work. So uh, move on to Detroit. Detroit, 11 games under 500, fourth in the AL Central. So this is not the Detroit teams that we've seen in the past that we thought could, you know, make a run and then kind of falter late. Uh, expectations of what we plan on seeing uh, in – we have to go to Detroit. So the Braves will be in, in as they say, Detroit City. Yeah, it'll be an interesting series. They've had some recent injuries in their rotation. Spencer Turnbull's out. Eduardo Rodriguez has a like a torn ligament on his finger, kind of fluke injury. Mm-hmm. And so bullpen game on Monday. It's an early start, 640 Eastern on Bally Sports South. Charlie Morton in a bullpen game. I feel really good about Atlanta's chances because mm-hmm. you're getting to them early. You're getting into that bullpen on game one. After that, the matchups continue to be really good for Atlanta. Spencer Strider on Tuesday against right-hand pitcher Reese Olsen, who very small sample. I think he started, I think he started maybe two games, uh, mm-hmm. 270 ERA, taking a loss despite a 270 ERA. Kind of tells you about the run support he's getting. And then Wednesday, you get uh, for a day game, AJ Smith Shaver making his second career start against right-hand pitcher Michael Lorenzen. So that's a 110 first pitch. It's a that's a Wednesday afternoon game. Maybe mm-hmm. leave work early, head to the head to the bar, grab some wings and a beer do that and then go back to the office. It'll be only two hours. It's a, <laughs> it's a it's pitch clock era now. So yeah. take a long lunch, watch that game, head back to the office. Uh, but in that, I'm going to say two and one simply because I'm never comfortable predicting a sweep, mm. but 
I'm going to say two and one because it's a team that doesn't score a lot of runs. Atlanta does. That ballpark is very much uh, a hitter's ballpark when you can't execute a pitch right. And I think there's going to be somebody out of that bullpen who's not going to do it right. So I'm going to do something that I'm not supposed to do, but I'm going to do it anyway because I don't think they're going to just go 0-3. I'm going to go ahead and pick the sweep, and here's why. I'll tell you this. Okay. Uh, you mentioned that uh, that you know they weren't getting any run support. Well, the thing is their pitchers are giving up runs. Arizona just hung up. Seven, five, and eleven on them in their last series. Mm-hmm. Uh, before that, the Phillies in one game put eight up on them. Back dating back to Texas, ten was put up on them. Twelve with the White Sox, eight with Kansas City, six with Washington, eight with Pittsburgh, uh, nine with Seattle, twelve with St. Louis. I mean, these guys are giving up some runs. And like you said, in a ballpark that will not hold the ball, I'm not saying Atlanta's just going to go up there and have a home run per inning. However, you got to be licking your chops after the first inning today. They've hit the ball well against some very good pitching over the last couple of series, especially as we mentioned, dating back to the Arizona series. Mm-hmm. They've got to be sitting there thinking this is time for the bats to break out. You mentioned that middle of the lineup issue. We mentioned Rosario making maybe making an impact or, uh, at some point. I think that happens during this weekend. Uh, this is a perfect time for Michael Harris Jr. to make a statement in the month of June and do his job. So I'm going to pick sweep. I know that's the kiss of death because now that ain't going to happen. But I also don't think they're going to go 0-3 while they're in Detroit either. Listen, if if you pick the sweep and it doesn't happen, that means they probably, knock on wood, went 2-1, and one, so I'll win that. <laughs> either way, I'll take it. I feel, I feel good about this. Again, just some different times for Braves mm-hmm. fans. Be aware of that. 6.40 on Monday and Tuesday, both on Bally Sports South. Wednesday's a lunchtime game at 110 on Bally Sports South. Okay, so no TBS games or nothing like that. So we don't have to worry about that this time around. So no Apple TV, no Peacock, none of that. See, I don't have a problem with the Apple TV. We got a couple of those in the house, so I'm always able to get that. Everybody that complains about that, I'm like, that's fine. I'll just switch over to that. I'm good. So uh, it's not that big of an issue. But my father can't stand it because he doesn't have an Apple TV. I've tried to give him the login. He's like, I'm not doing that. So uh, he's a teetotaler. He's Lindsey Crosby. I'm Ben Taylor Braves today. Braves underscore today. Hit that subscribe button when you find us on YouTube. Lindsey, as always, brother, I appreciate it, man. Thanks for having me. Chop on.